This is the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. We have your back with everything from games, lessons, and coaching. YouthworkerCollective.com Welcome to the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. I'm Jeremy Steele, and I'm here with some really great uh, ministers, and we're talking about summer planning in January. (laughs) So what do you need to be thinking about? What needs to be happening right now (laughs) so that you're not completely panicked in about five or six months. So before we get there, though, we will kind of introduce ourselves. We'll start with you, Austin. Yeah, my name is Austin Levere Fon. Um, I'm at McFarland Memorial United Methodist Church in Norman, Oklahoma, and I'm the Associate Director of Student Ministries. And Audra. I'm Audra Welch Malvez. I am the Director of Adult Ministries at Plymouth Park United Methodist in Irving, Texas. All right. So summer seems a long way off when everything is frozen outside, but it is not nearly as far off as you think especially when you're talking about trying to book camps and (laughs) things like that. So here we are, when we're here in January, I doubt anybody's going to say that we need to be turning in our final numbers to the camp in January. But but what does need to be happening in January? What, Audra, when you're thinking about summer youth ministry, what, what should people be looking at right now? Well, definitely uh, having the big picture calendar in place by January, if not middle or end, is important. Like having where you're going for, if you're doing mission trips, where you're going for that decided and already established, working on lodging and that kind of thing. And, you know, camps and what camp you're going to go to and when, and then coordinating with the children's ministry on vacation Bible school and all that. Did you schedule camp during vacation Bible school? Now's the time to find that out. Oh, yeah. I did not. Not this year. I made that. <laughs> <laughs> Audra's I like, always... I'll just like pause for a second. Hang on. I got to make a phone call. <laughs> I know, like, hold on, guys. Uh, no, I did have the habit of always scheduling our, we had a trip that wasn't on a consistent week every year. And I always had a habit of scheduling it during the church-wide garage sales. So I didn't have to do this that. <laughs> so look at your calendar. <laughs> pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We got the highlights, the lowlights. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, yeah, yeah. What, what's going on for you right now? What, what do y'all need to be thinking through? I agree with Audra, like 100%. Like you need to um, be cross-referencing with other ministries, like what's going on. Definitely like one of the things that helps us is we have a calendaring meeting come fall that we say, okay, put everything you're doing or that you're planning on doing, or then even if you're just dreaming about doing on the calendar and let's look at it. And so we all put it up there. And then like, there are so many things that are unearthed. They're like, oh my gosh, we were planning on doing our mission trip the same week that the youth choir wanted to go on our choir tour. And that's like a conf- conflict of interest. Right. Just, Two one. Reference- just curious. <laughs> but yeah, we, we, uh, we were, we, we won. So just a little, little <laughs> It's this not it's not a contest, but we won. Yeah. I wonder if there's arm wrestling involved. <laughs> no, no, no. You did it the biblical way. You rolled dice. <laughs> For McFarland, summers are very missionally driven. So we have okay. two mission trips usually. One that's kind of a, a higher profile trip that's more geared towards high schoolers. And then one that's middle school, high school that's more kind of entry level. So we just kind of make sure that the organizations that we're going to be working with, that we have just followed up communication, like 
just even double checking if we feel like everything is planned. Hey, so are we so good with lodging here? Are we so good to have X number of people working at this site or with this organization? Like, what else do we need to know? Just like those monthly checkups from January 4th, but even before then. So we, we start dreaming about summer the minute we get back from summer mission the year before. You know, where do we want to have our sites set for the next year. And by January, we hope to have it where we have an open line of communication with wherever we're going to be. And we have the idea without, without numbers, but just the idea of what we're going to be doing and how we're, how we're going to market it. Right. Yeah. We have to have our like dates for trips out in like probably the October, the year before. If you are going to be using one of those mission trips in a box kind of organizations or church camp in a box, uh, if you have specific dates that you need, you absolutely need to be dealing with those in January, because January is a time when those things start clipping off and filling up really quickly. The other thing is, if you are going to be doing a camp that requires some sort of church camp style facility, you're probably too late to find one. And <laughs> and if that's True. you, stop what you're doing and just start Googling and phone calling because it's possible to find somebody that has had a cancellation, a, a typical group that's gone. But, you know, a lot of those things are decided a year in advance. And so if you're in that place, I think the other piece that's important is at this moment, uh, trying to map out when not just the big schedules, because uh, I think what I heard both of you saying is like, if you haven't done it yet, you got to do it. But really, you probably should have done that already. I think January is a time to say, okay, when is school ending? When is school beginning? When is our like last non summer programming stuff that you know, our normal stuff? When is that kind of concluding? When is our summer version stuff, you know, launching? And whenever possible, we try to do that all together. So like the children's ministry is not canceling the week before, or, you know, the the adult summer programming isn't starting up two weeks later than we are, you know, so that we're all kind of on the same page. But but now is the time that you need to start looking at a little bit closer details of those schedules. And now is the time to start really recruiting people because uh, a lot of the deadlines that you're going to have for deposits and things are going to be starting to come up in March and April. And so making sure that you're starting to publicize, recruit students, get deposits in from parents now so that if you're having to pay some of that stuff and make commitments that you're not over or under committing uh, because you forgot to say anything. (laughs) Well, and it's easier, like it it makes things less hectic in May if you have your adults committed now because everyone and their mom works now, you know, you have to put in for time off. No, that's true. I I didn't even think about that, but that's a hundred percent. You've got to get your volunteers lined up right now. Oh yeah. With the way that for everybody who works in student ministries, you know how manufactured student schedules are and you have parents contacting you before January saying, Hey, the school year, when is the summer mission trip? Cause we're planning already. Right. Um, we're we're the schedules. So having just even if it's just dates, you don't have a place yet, but you you've got dates that you know and you have, you know, options A, B, and C out there, and one of them's gonna work and it's gonna work those dates. Give them the dates so they can put it on their calendar because the last thing you want to do is have the dates starting in January and you know, half your kids can't go just because they've already scheduled something else. Yeah. And now here's the thing that this is super pro tip. This will make you look amazing. So mm-hmm. it's it's gonna take you 
a couple of hours, but if you carve out a couple of hours, you're going to be a rock star. Here's the tip. Go in your email and search summer, search camp, search registration, search whatever it is. What you know, If your camp is called Mission 360, whatever. And f- do that in your text message app, do that in Facebook Messenger, and do that in your email to f- find who it was that asked you those questions and double back with them here in January. No matter what they said, right? Whether they said uh-huh. they weren't going or were going or weren't sure, just in a quick response saying, Hey, was wondering if you still had decided not to go. Here's our dates. Here's the deadline. You can literally write that one time, copy and do these searches, copy and paste. And every one of them will be like, oh my gosh, every other youth pastor I've ever been to is a complete screw up. This person (laughs) actually followed up with me months later after they, you know, like it's one of those like real short things that can earn you so many bonus points what who cares whether or not it ends up getting you more students going what it gets you is like the the respect of the parents and uh, doing that in january you look prepared and awesome doing it in may you look panicked and (laughs) (laughs) And desperate (laughs) (laughs) all right so it's january summer is coming but is there anything gonna give you kind of last words here and I know that we don't even want to so, talk about it. Is there anything somebody needs to do in the fall right now? <laughs> well, I'm throwing this out. If somebody doesn't have their mission trip, like organization or whatever, or they're looking to do like a day thing in their city, Rebuilding Together has locations all over the country. And they have work jobs all the way from scraping and painting houses up to re-roofing. And they work, I believe it's 14 years old and up. They have day-long projects and they have week-long projects. So they I worked with them in Houston uh, before Harvey. And they're absolutely fabulous. They're a great organization. They're they're run pretty efficiently. And I just have amazing things to say about them. So rebuilding together is someone I'd like to plug. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And anybody you can plug, Austin? Yeah. Well, um, one of the things I was gonna ask, Audrey, when you were in uh, Houston, was that this past year was that before Harvey, did you say? We so we did before Harvey and after Harvey. Okay. So one of the things that we realized, because we went to Houston also this past summer, and we worked with like this coalition of both Catholic, Methodist, Baptist churches that had kind of come together to organize groups to come in and to service the Houston area after Harvey. And one of the things we uh, uh, realized was sometimes we see something happening in the country and we, and we want to help. For our organization, at least, our, the coalition that we worked with, they weren't prepared for the really what to do. They, they had their hearts in the right place, but when it came to the work actually lined up. So I think finding an organization like Audrey had talked about that has a strong built reputation in the community that can kind of guarantee, and if you can allot it, if you can afford it, to take a pre-trip out to the place you'll be doing the mission work. And one of the most stressful things as, as a youth minister is to show up on site the day for mission trip the first time with your students and kind of just be hoping and guessing right. at what you're doing in the environment. <laughs> mm-hmm. So one of my tips would just be, no matter where you're going, um, if you can get it, to be passed with whatever committee you need to get it so that you can take, even if it's just a weekend, to go out to wherever you are going to be doing mission work and you can, you can scope it out. It'll, it'll pay back in dividends when your students talk about the experience they had. Yeah, oh, 100%. Definitely. And I'll say one plug on my end. It, there's a, a an organization that I've 
known about and been with in various different ways for 20 years. It's called Servants in Faith and Technology, and they are a mission organization that is mostly about training people from other parts in the world to go back to those other parts of the world to help people with clean water and uh, small animal husbandry and sanitation and all that kind of stuff. But during the summer, they have a program for teenagers that helps expose them to life in all different parts of the world. While people are there, they have the people uh, from different parts of the world have built houses uh, in the same sort of materials, sizes, and shapes and all that where they live. And so there's, they call that the third world village. And so there's all these people, these places from Bolivia, the Philippines, and uh, you'll spend a day or so doing this type of work that those people do, eating the portions and type of food that they eat. And then they also have an urban slum experience because, you know, one in eight people in the world live in an urban slum. And so that's also part of the week. Uh, In addition to that, it's like a church camp kind of thing where, you know, there's like small groups in worship. And then there's also local mission work that happens um, several of the days. It is a absolutely transforming experience. And we have found that students that experience that first and then go on some sort of mission work, either foreign or here in the States, are able to process that at a lot deeper level because they've spent time considering what it means to be in partnership in mission when helping hurts kind of issues come up there, all of that. So I, lo- I love CFAT. It's a great experience for our teenagers. We take groups every year. CFAT, S-I-F-A-T dot org, Servants in Faith and Technology. Well, thank you guys so much for your time and for helping us out. Because, you know, youth ministry can seem lonely sometimes, especially at this moment of the year where you're like, should I be doing something? Should I not be doing something? It feels like that, but I don't know what to do. And you sit down, get online to work, know that you're not alone, that we have your back with kind of everything you need, games, ideas, lessons, coaching, all that's at youthworkercollective.com and podcasts like this one at youthworkercollective.com slash podcast. (laughs) 